You're listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and before we get started with today's episode, I want to make sure that you know that I'll be teaching a free masterclass the first week of April all about how to overcome overwhelm. If you ever feel like the weight of your family is on you, on your shoulders, and you are about to collapse underneath the load of it all, this class is for you. I will teach you three actionable steps you can take to start reprioritizing your responsibilities and shifting your perspectives so family life feels more manageable and less overwhelming. Sound too good to be true? Well, the class is free, so you have nothing to lose by signing up and coming to see if I can help you. The Overcoming Overwhelm Masterclass will be offered twice during the first week of April, so you can choose the time that is best for you, and there will also be a replay. Just go to 3in30podcast.com slash masterclass to reserve your seat. That's 3in30podcast.com slash masterclass. Hi, friend. To celebrate the fifth birthday of the podcast, we're doing something extra special this week. Every day, I'm airing a mini episode with a throwback to an early episode of 3 and 30 that has deeply impacted my life and been part of my motherhood journey of learning how to love. For this series, I'm only going to share one takeaway from the original episode, so it will be a quick and easy tool for you to think about or even put into practice today. And then if you're interested in hearing the rest of the episode, I'll link the original in the show notes. For today's mini episode, I'm throwing it back to the episode that put 3 and 30 on the map. This was the first episode that was widely shared back in 2018, and it brought a lot of new listeners to the podcast. Sharing episodes really does make a huge difference to the growth of a podcast, and I'm so grateful to every one of you who have shared an episode that has made a difference to you with your friends, family, or social media over the past five years. I'm also so grateful if you're participating in our five days, five ways sharing challenge this week. I'm giving away $500 as a thank you for sharing the podcast with your people. Each day, you'll have a chance to enter the giveaway for $500 by sharing the show in a different, unique way. There'll be one grand prize winner at the end of the week who will get $500, and there will also be four runner-up winners who will get a care package from me, so enter each day if you can. For today's 5 Days 5 Ways Challenge, we invite you to share a favorite 3 and 30 episode on your Instagram story. It's even better if you show your face and explain why you love the podcast or write a few meaningful words in the caption on the slide. If you tag me and your account is public, then I'll be able to see it and reshare it, though that is not required. After you've shared, go to the link 3in30podcast.com slash 5, F-I-V-E, and fill out the form to be entered in the giveaway. We'd love to see a screenshot of what you shared on your story. Okay, so in this episode, I talk with clinical psychologist Dr. Katie Penry about why it's important that we look up from our phones and engage with our babies and children to help them learn that they are seen and seeable. This can be difficult in our modern technological world, and we don't want this episode to bring you guilt, just information that you can then use to make a change if you want to. And if you go to listen to the entire episode, Dr. Penry does give some really actionable ideas for how to change your screen use. But for the purpose of the takeaway today, we're mostly going to focus on why this matters. So here's an excerpt from that conversation. I've heard you talk quite a bit about the importance of putting down our phones and looking yes. up yes. and engaging with our little ones. And I feel like as moms, we kind of know, we do know that this is important. Yes. Um, and we, we have sort of an uneasy feeling like this probably isn't good for my kids when we're on our phones too much, but yes. we don't necessarily know why. And that's why I've loved following you because you have this data and research right. that's made me 
really get serious about wanting to change my behavior. So I was wondering right. if we could start off by you telling us, why does this even matter? This right. this is hard work to learn to put down our phones and to kind of go against the cultural norm of always being on our phones and staring at our phones. Right. Why should we do this for our kids? Oh, man. I love this question. This is the question that I'm, I always am like hoping and praying any person will ask me even in the grocery store, because I kind of feel like I could break into song and dance whenever (laughs) I honestly, whenever I hear it, because it is so critical. Almost 80% of your child's brain development occurs in the first three years of life. And that development occurs in the context of consistent verbal and nonverbal interaction with your child. Okay. Your child is actually laying the neurological foundation for empathy, self-esteem, communication, language, all of these things that we really hope and want for our children. Healthy social and emotional development is not just a given. Like our kid is assuming that we feed them pretty much going to grow in height, you know, Mm -hmm. but social and emotional development is really not that way. And I think that many women for centuries and centuries and centuries, what our children need is just second nature, right? Uh, It's mutually beneficial. We enjoy looking at our babies in the face. They enjoy looking at us. These are the things that are really, really good for your child, right? Just looking at your baby, okay? Attuning to who they are, what they love, reacting, giving them something to react to, reacting to what they give you. This is a a thing that Harvard psychologists call serve and return. So critical. And it is crazy whenever you really get into the literature that we are having to break down into steps what this looks like, right? Because cell phones have really changed and taken away so much of what is originally instinctual for a woman if she is just not distracted. Mm. Yeah. So... The key to this brain development is looking their primary caregiver in the eye. I mean, that's a huge... Yes, absolutely. It's a huge. It is huge. Your child is really using your face, and this is not a joke, to figure out that they are a person. So a baby really uses its mother's face to learn that they can regulate their emotions, mm-hmm. be less distracted, manage their affective experience just from their mother facial expression and the way that a mother regulates her baby with her face and reactions. That is something that the baby internalizes. Wow. So, and like you talked about in previous generations, women didn't really have options to distract them from that. Like when they're nursing and when they're feeding. Right. But now, now things are different. Exactly. So Dan, Daniel Stern, he is this incredible psychologist, right? He studied how much a baby is actually looking at his mother. And it is like 70 to 80% of the time that your baby is alert. He is looking at you. Okay. So if you're looking at your phone, not only are you denying your child, your gaze, that neurological, like steroid. Okay. You're actually um, modeling something, right? Something, uh, something kind of confusing for the infant. 
you know? Wow. So obviously this is extremely important. And the focus of your work is with infants. Mm -hmm. So much of that development happens from zero to three years old. Yes, yes. But, But all of what you teach could really apply to children who are older as well. And that it's so important to give them our faces as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. Parents act actually as mirrors for their children. They learn who they are in the reflection of another person's watchful gaze. So you can kind of think of your child really as performing, Mm -hmm. okay, a lot of the time. Their play is a performance. You would never look at your phone during your child's piano recital. But if you go to a playground this afternoon, almost all of the women will be looking at their phone. And their children will still be referencing them seven to eight times every five minutes, and they will not be receiving a loving witness. Their play is a performance. They are learning that this, that this matters, that I am seeable, that I am worth celebrating. They're developing social skills and self-esteem, self-efficacy. And then as they age, I mean, back to modeling, we are so shocked that our teenagers are really going to their phones to find themselves. Thank you so much for listening to this mini episode as part of our celebration of the fifth birthday of 3 and 30. If you want to listen to the rest of the episode, you can find a link to that in the show notes. And don't forget to take part in our five days, five ways sharing challenge this week, where you can enter each day to win $500. Details for that can be found at 3and30podcast.com slash five. And that will also be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today and come back tomorrow for another mini episode with a life-changing takeaway. I'll see you then. Hi, I'm Monica Packer, the host of About Progress. You know, it seems like most personal development advice out there is made up of all or nothing extremes designed for perfect robots. Instead, About Progress makes progress practical for real women leading real lives. Can you really transform your life outside of perfectionism? Yes. Here you'll learn how to do something and grow in ways that stick. Listen to About Progress on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.